who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm joined by Rory Power, Duck Hunt, Daniel Kruber. Hello. And I'm Alex Simmons. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know Thanks. what we were doing. There we oh, go. We're just building up, up, building up our intro a little bit. Mm, I liked um, it. We should have like WWE intros. Do you think? Where you know we're like, I'll take a sip of water and then do the <laughs> thing where it shoots in the air and fry the mics and the power's fountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that your finishing move? Yeah, the power's fountain. Yeah, I'm not going to go any further into that. Actually. <laughs> fine it's good now we've been spending <laughs> way too much time at the powers fountain <laughs> worshipping the powers fountain getting sprinkled by the powers fountain um, there's room for everyone uh, playing Rocket League <laughs> now Rocket League kind of came out of nowhere really yeah uh, it's on this uh, month's PlayStation Plus if you've got it yeah. um, and we started playing it at the beginning of this week and I've barely stopped. Yeah, because I first heard about it at E3, because I think it was there, and people were like, what the what's this? Like, nobody yeah. heard of it. Like, what's this? Like, ro- like what is it? Car football game? Yeah. Like, car it's soccer game? It's such a basic Car yeah. soccer game? It's and it just sounds like silly, and then it's obviously a great thing that it's part of PS Plus, because it's a game that thrives on lots of people just being online yeah, when they play it. totally. Everyone's playing it. I saw stats, something like over 100,000 people are on the servers. Right. And, like, have downloaded it or at it. And it's just so Moorish it's so good it is a whole lot of fun so that is basically in a nutshell like yeah. uh, it's car soccer or car football if you're from England and <laughs> or, um, or from the rest of the world from the rest of the world <laughs> that's true yes so car soccer it is settled you're from Northern Ireland yeah. mate yeah. stop um, it can't exactly <laughs> but it's well I think we've been playing it kind of two on two but it's anything up to four on four yeah it, although in the menu it says um, four it, it kind of um, subtitles as chaos right. so I almost feel that's not the preferred way yeah. I think three on three is the standard and we've been playing a lot of doubles just because you can yeah. play split screen yeah. I th- one of the things I really like about it is 
it's going to sound an absurd thing to say, but bear with me. It feels more like playing actual football than FIFA. It doesn't look like it, yeah. but bear with me. Because FIFA... you run around with a little hat Because the FIFA, <laughs> you, FIFA, you really have to worry about position all that yeah. much. Yeah. Because when you're on the wing, your striker, powered by AI, is running into the middle, taking up positions, and you cross it in. And you're like, judging what to do minute to minute with the person who's about to receive the ball whereas this is much like when you play football and you've got to like use space yeah. and anticipate where the ball might break and, and get into goal. that position yeah. Yeah. yeah and correct me if I'm wrong because it has been a while since I've actually played a FIFA game but I mean you can you can swap from player to player right Freely, yeah. yeah. and it's, that's, that's yeah. one thing you don't have yeah, in, in Rocket League is that so you, you're playing you your position defender, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you, and yeah. you see the pitch from that perspective so you look like sometimes I always play with ball cam on pretty much all the time I rarely. Really? Sometimes I'll, I'll do free roam with the uh, oh, with it on, but I, will, I want to. Uh, but so like, so when that you means w- you're locked on the ball. All yeah. The yeah, and yeah. then when you see the ball dropping from the sky, it's like you're looking up for a header, and yeah. like the way you miss it, it's like it's yeah. really good. And a you, gracious it's, barrel. It's roll. hard. Like you don't hit all the time. You just like, there's yeah. a lot of errors. Yeah. But I do you feel I'm getting better? Especially though. when, when you do get it right, it's like majestic oh. because there is there is the basic level to uh, Rocket League, and that is just <laughs> running in and hitting the ball as hard as you yeah. can towards the goal. But then, you know, advanced tactics like you know uh, jumping in the air, angling up, and then rocket boosting in through the sky. Which we we have not well, mastered yet. Rich was doing it this morning, but it's still yeah. you, while I can, I can do it, I just don't like that's a lot of anticipation knowing where oh. that ball's going to yeah. be. Yeah. And even you can steer in there. Yeah, but like knowing that it's going to go so oh, I know. high. I know. And when you yeah. miss, we'll you take there. yourself yeah. out of the game as well because you go soaring like through the other person's net. If you miss it, then you're pretty much ruined. So it's pretty bad. I was kind of getting the hang of the the jump and then use your second jump to jolt off at a separate can, angle. Yeah. It's really worth saying like, do the tutorials because there's lots of additional moves in there that yeah. you don't, you yeah. can't really work out. It probably eventually you could, but there's a lot of like side swiping and you can like tap it in like by nudging right and left and shooting practice, which really helps. Yeah, but it's 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 just fun yeah. and there's lots of like little weird games that emerge because you can collect boost going around the map if you get 100% boost and you're at full speed you can explode another player yeah. on the opposing team which is quite good and the other thing about it is there's obviously lots of cars lots of kind of additional collectibles so different decals for your cars paint jobs hats aerials etc but Hat they don't jobs, really make much of a difference obviously the size of your car will make an impact yeah. because you'll have a bigger car so what, what, was, what cur- current loadout you um, um, uh, so yeah I recently have switched back to the Merc which is like a A-team style van uh, I've got a uh, a hot pink paint job looks pretty goddamn good uh, yellow yellow flames no is it flames or lightning <laughs> I, I think, think it might be lightning character. what is it yeah. <laughs> what is that check the script what, what, you got a hat a cherry topper uh, I've got a cherry topper and nice. I've got nice. a snowman um, uh, aerial <laughs> and then the paint the job what, what was the paint job it looks like it's made of carpet but it's oh it's, it's worn it's like worn it's, paint yeah it's, oh, it's supposed okay. to be like warm but, but it the texture is really bad the felt of so you gone for a very, kind of a bit of a restrained kind of look. Yes. <laughs> he's yes. like, how much crap can I stick on my car? And then he's got a Tron-style exhaust, which nice. is like a light I'm beam. Right. It's really yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So if I, yeah. Yeah, I unlocked it. Unlocked it's like a, a straight yeah. beam that just like... Nice that. It's really, really Can we go play now? What are we doing? We here? can after... Oh. Uh, well, you've got to record Super Show after this. Oh, but anyway, the, the thing that kind of got, it got me thinking about, uh, and recently Halo 5 has dropped split-screen, but it's just... I can't remember the last time I played a split-screen game and had so much fun because I was definitely one of those people that was saying, do you know what, split-screen is dead. Because before we played it as well at lunch, 
um, at our desk. Like I was, I was kind of like, oh, can we not just come into the studio and set it up so we all have a screen each yeah. and have that extra like? I just wanted a bigger screen. Yeah, I actually don't miss it at all. I actually quite yeah. like seeing what my other players doing. Yeah, like, yeah, on my yeah team. it's quite yeah. nice. It's quite handy. Well, because obviously part of the tactic is kick off and get into the ball first. You can actually score very easily if you get to the ball first. Um, but it's yeah, figuring out who's going to go for the ball, who's going to who's going to stay in defence. Because yeah, also being roles. in defence is not easy as well. No. Like, it, like one of the fun, like the most fun things in the game is when the ball's trickling across the goal mouth, and like both everyone's just flying defense, in from every like, on direction. different teams can't even get to it yeah. and you just, it's just the panic that sets in because you yeah. know it's right there and, cause, cause, <laughs> and that's where being a car is brilliant because you can't just strafe yeah well that's, that's it you've got to rewind like, yeah. I've started reversing a lot yeah. and using yeah. kind of um, the handbrake turn to try and like yeah. reverse quickly and get myself an angle to then accelerate but all that stuff because it can be right next to you and yeah. you can't quite so I, I have done bits like in Austin Powers where you do like a 15-point <laughs> yeah. turn trying to get round onto it. It's like, there's got to be a better way of doing it. Like my this. least favourite bit is like, you know when it goes into the corners? Because the, the, you're basically in, enclosed yeah. and the edges of the map for people who haven't played it are curved. Yeah. So no matter where the ball goes, it's always going to roll down and go back into play at a yeah. different angle. When you're in the, where the corners would traditionally be, and it's just, it happens all the time in matches, it kind of just goes into the corner pops up and you yeah. go to hit it and you think I'm going to get this out and it just kind of just falls over your head and you're yeah. like oh no it's still there yeah. so frustrating and then when you see like because it's everyone messes up as well it's not like everyone's flawless so everyone's fallible the bots are pretty good the bots are good but it's when you see like if you're in the def- attack and your mate's in defence and you go he's got this he's got this and the bots are like, he doesn't have that does he and he just jumps over it <laughs> I think that's like, the oh, premise oh, of the game no one ever oh, is in full control yeah. of that ball because we it's play a lot now and I still misjudge stuff all the time yeah, yeah. I think the only thing that's at 100% chance of going in is when Alex is shooting at our own net then I know for a fact that it is going to go in. That's a bit of smart. Oh, <laughs> from my teammate. Oh my god! What did we? What did we lose? Three one. One to, to, game. To, <laughs> one game that was. Are you not allowed to have one bad game? Well, you know what? It wouldn't. Do you have, think that's what? Alex it wouldn't Ferguson have happened if the do. Freedom Mobile was on defense. Because no, nothing. He's, he's gonna American swap, in him. I'm going to swap That's sides. the American in him. That's what happens when I put Ooh. a little American flag on there, and I've got I'm just a little monster. Boost truck. you from behind and break you into. <laughs> what are you going to do in um, Rocket League? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the fountain. Yeah. Um, it all comes full screw, circle. Screw back to the fountain. I do think we should step it up in here and do 3v3 and I want to see what that's like because we've only done 3v3 online with bots and strangers yep. whereas communication is really good I'd like to see like the tactics that would then emerge whether we'd have like defence someone in deep midfield and then someone in strike that'd be quite yeah. fun so does 3v3 work with split screen can you split or well I was guessing if we had a like third a person a third yeah. screen maybe you could like, yeah they would just pick one person would pick orange one would pick blue on that screen I think they would yeah, maybe, be able yeah. to because I think when we're playing against each other, I could be. This is really boring for people listening about the specifics <laughs> of how we're. I'm sure they're the interested game. in it, the the fundamentals, yeah. the IG. So in UK. options, I have aim. Uh, <laughs> but it's um, uh, like I think uh, the, one of the kind of cool things. But I've totally forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> you were you saying something. Convincing. You're um, running with it. Is it something about the rockets or the leagues? I can't remember the, the pitches. Uh-huh. 
I've calm. always been it's I've calm. always been kind of a campaigner for split screen because obviously like I grew up uh, with a brother and a sister both we all would play video games together so we were kind of grew up on it like uh, GoldenEye you know things for the Nintendo 64 yeah. Mario Karts and that kind of stuff uh, and even up till recently Borderlands has a yeah, local split it. screen yeah, yeah. so much fun to play if you have a friend over and I mean it's equally fun to play online if you're playing online with your friends but I don't know it would be an experience I'd really miss and Halo is a great example that was one of the reasons I, I bought Halo when I first got my Xbox 360 was because of uh, local split screen. Yeah. And uh, I think the other game I bought at the time was uh, Call of Duty 4, I think was the other big one that came out. And it didn't have uh, split screen play for online. So it meant every time we wanted to play uh, COD, we would have to play an hour and the other person would swap. One of them had spec ops split spec screen. Spec ops split. It was, it was, and it wasn't even half and half. It was like in the The corners. weird vertical yeah. ones, yeah. yeah. Um, so it seems so strange for Halo to drop it because it's been such like a pinnacle point of their online multiplayer. Yeah. People. All I should say, while split screen is excellent and a lot of fun, done badly, it's incredibly frustrating. Of course, mm. yeah. So uh, the old Lego games, the new ones, if like one person runs one way and the other person runs in the opposite way, the screen turns yeah. Yeah. and you kind of get split screen. Mm. Then when they're on the same, like close, or it merges. unites and becomes yeah. one yeah. screen. But in the old ones, it used to like drag the screen or... And drag the player. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, if you're playing with someone, and I think those games, like people with mixed abilities might play them, i.e. parents and kids, I could be quite frustrated. But that so that happens on the uh, Mario platformer on Wii U, whatever that's called. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Bros. Or Wii Super U. Mario Land 3D. Super Mario World 3D. The the latest one. Okay. Because um, I've been playing that with Scarlet. Um, the 2D or the 3D one? It is... Uh, the world is 3D. No, it's 3D, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... Um, but that happens like you get dragged off like yeah. especially if you go down a pipe or something like that <coughs> and then you go up into your little bubble and are pulled across um, but hey look I just think hey game do you think as a Halo fan that yeah. they've kind of missed a trick or yes. do you think actually it's it's time just to kind of accept that especially for a shooter where you know reaction times and you know seeing is everything obviously Rocket League is very simple but you want to wow. see anything? Well, well, well to some. there's depth there. There's depth. We, we've yeah, only begun to tap the surface of Rocket League. But I, I would we, say... Wait till next week you've, it's, for the Rocket it's League podcast. six cars and a ball. Because we've mooted about transforming the IGN UK podcast post 300. Yeah. I think we're going to turn it into a Rocket League podcast. We've got so, a yeah. fire team chat. Weekly, actually. weekly, yeah. yeah. Rocket League chat. Yeah. Rocket League chat. Like we're going to call it Top oh. Beer. And we all drink beer while talking about Rocket League. I'm, I'm freestyling here. Rock, it's not all going to be gold. Rocket I'm, Power <laughs> podcast. That sounds kind of cool. Rocket Power. It's all about you, isn't it? I wasn't. That was an intentional time. You're going to host it. Unintentional. If if needs be, Alex. Rocket if Power. Needs be. You probably need we should to get hold, a bit better uh, at the game. We should hold a tournament, and whoever comes out on top is the host of of Rocket League. Oh, that's me then. And he can have like a car that drives about. It'd be amazing. Like a little what? host car. Like you know the ones that kids have that you sit in. When we move office, you're not getting your own go kart. Damn it. <laughs> It's all part of the ploy. Um, I think they, I think they did miss an opportunity. Yeah. I think split screen is such a huge part of Halo and has been in the past. I can only assume it was technical limitations. Yeah. is why they couldn't do it. Frame rates dropping or things like that. I don't know why they they would have taken it out. Um, because it is it's such a huge part of Halo and it's just Halo just has this feel at least for me of like coming together with your friends and yeah. you know having some beers and snacks and playing literally on the same TV and it's so much more fun yeah. than you know playing by yourself with a mic in your face so I'm sorry <laughs> Rory can you just um, Rory <laughs> that's not sad you, you play by yourself with mic in your face <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> he gets the power shower yeah is he a big, is he a big Halo fan 
But I think the moral of this story is that if you're not playing Rocket League, you absolutely should be. And um, oh, yeah. game of the year. online, <laughs> game of the year, right? We're here. calling it. We're calling it. Uh, if you're online, then you should try and find us. I am uh, Bug Stomper. You are D Cruise. D Cruise. You are. I think I'm Link Rory. I have to check. Okay. Anyway, I've been playing as Luke this whole time. I'm getting him all these cool hats. Yeah. And See, I've, cars. I've turned semi-pro now. Oh, uh, pretty good. So much. Yeah. I want to get pro. You guys are gonna come in in the morning, and I'll have already been here for two hours <laughs> with my black coffees and my my little go kart rocket car. Playing away, I'll make pro. There you go. Uh, looking at the stuff that's good this week or red hotty. Uh, obviously, yeah. <laughs> this is the weirdest <laughs> first this time you've ever, ever listened to this podcast. <laughs> right, Artie. If you want to come up with some suggestions, you I can think do. it's good. I'm not. I'm just saying the worry thing that this is now. Re- the, the one so, I reckon we could do a whole year's worth of these. So I, the, one, the one for bad news is really. This is what I was going to say. I get red hotty. I'm not quite sure. I, but we can move oh, on to what? that one now. You don't understand. So, no, we'll get on to that in a minute. Uh, yeah. Save it. So obviously, Rocket it's League is, is is the hottest thing going this week. Mm-hmm. But I really really enjoyed the Spectre trailer as well I knew you were I didn't dislike it I didn't dislike it Ooh. I just don't want to be cast as this person who hated it it's just that you did hate it <sighs> I just didn't was quite it, do well, it I'm, so you said I'd it liked it. that wow moment I think so I, I like the like that's not to say I didn't like the overall tone yeah. that I'm still really looking forward to that film Skyfall is my favourite Bond movie I'm really excited about it it yeah. just and in a sense, I appreciate the fact that it's not like every other trailer where it's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But it just, I thought it looked great, but I just, there wasn't one moment that I can remember as being like, I was going to swear that. Yeah. But you know that. But F- I, me quite, I like that because if I mean, you look at like Mission Impossible, whatever the new one's called, and obviously it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's really and, and ridiculous. And that, and that could be the best thing in that movie. Exactly. Of course. Whereas it feels like the whole movie has just got this brooding atmosphere mm, and tone. Definitely. And I'm like, and I wasn't excited yeah. for it before that. And after that trailer, I'm like, actually, I'm I'm ready for another Bond. It's exciting. Yeah. So I like the one in Skyfall. Just at the end, there's a little bit where he drops into the train and he just adjusts his yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. for me, that's the Bond wow yeah. moment. It's yeah. not the world blowing up. Well, the Skyfall and trailer. escaping on a jetpack. Skyfall had like... <laughs> 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 Imagine if that happened. <laughs> to be fair, the world, the world is not enough. I was not sorry, Die Another Day comes pretty close to that. No, I know, but... What is... I couldn't imagine that with... Um, <laughs> With Daniel imagine, imagine, imagine that at the end, at the end of the new one. It's like some man has lost his mind. At the end of it, he, he gets into a little buggy and just blasts off. See you later, bitches! And the world is blown up. And and I, goes, I, I, I don't think Roger Moore ever said that either. Yeah. Oh, that no, no, the, like. If you go back, he said it all the time. He said it all the time. Well, what was the Bond movie where they had the uh, scene where someone drove by in a car and they made that pigeon do a double take but they've taken the same do you remember this in a bongo it's I thought the you were worst thing what's that Bond movie you were like laughing your head off I thought you were going to say what's the Bond movie where that person drives by in the car and kills his wife because <laughs> that happens really James Bond gets married in a Bond movie I remember that was it was a boat involved in um, the murder? It's the the world's not enough. Was there a boat involved in the murder? It's in on Her Majesty's Secret Service, Lazenby one at the end. Right. He gets married to Diana Rigg. Yeah. Really? Anyway. What happened to her? She well she died. Huh. Oh, she <laughs> <on> the boat. <laughs> about and the she's boat. in Game of Thrones now. Who is she playing again? Um the I can't remember her name, like all and the flower the woman, the old um 
Oh, the Terrell, the old lady with the oh, headdress, right. yeah, who's yeah, like yeah, yeah, badass, yep, 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 sneaky yep, flower yep, woman, yeah. Marjorie Terrell's, Terrell's grandma. Right. Yep, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, we've wandered slightly. Anyway, Spectre cannot wait. <clears throat> what else is Red Hottie this week? Red Hottie this week is the game Journey. One of um, it was our game of the year when it came out. I think it might twenty thirteen. That's probably wrong. Like 2012, 2013, something like that. Um, Excellent game. It's now uh, been remastered and it's out on PS4. It came out this week and it looks amazing. I never got to play. I was going to say, you're on Xbox. And this is the predicament. There's so many new PS4 owners who weren't part of PS3 era games at all. And they've never played this. I think it's aimed at them because... I don't know because I thought I bought it and I, I've heard that it's cross-buy so if you yeah. own it for PS3 you yeah. could download it maybe I had it on a different file because I couldn't re-download well, it the, but I had the same issue yeah but then again I did ha- I've had two PSNs so I think I had it on my other PSN yeah. oh. it's got two PSNs oh, I, I forgot what password was business, yeah, business of pleasure yeah. it's like, like your first family and I and <laughs> you can ask your house keys go ahead, not, <laughs> not going back to them don't get in that's pretty much what I happened s- yeah. start again <laughs> But it was, I think it was registered to an old email address as well, and I was just like... Oh, Too much hassle. Oh, a lot of hassle in the model, yeah, modern exactly. world, isn't there? Exactly. Um, yeah, it looks spectacular, and it is one of the most kind of... You know, I'm not a religious person whatsoever, but it is the closest I think games have got to a spiritual experience. It's an amazing... I know that's an incredibly really elaborate... You're selling it to me. That's but an like, elaborate thing to say, and I realise that, but it's true. The first time I played it, I played it three hours, and by the end, I was welling... Oh, I was crying. Uh, tears rolling down my cheeks. Whoa. And I think I told it... Like, I'll tell it in a potted way, but I've told this story on the podcast before. My old flatmate, never played video games, grew up not with video games in his household. His mum and dad weren't into that stuff. They rotted the mind. And then I came home one night, and he was just playing Journey, and he turned around and was like, what is this? This is amazing. And it like he had a powerful impact, even on someone who didn't really yeah, yeah, play yeah. games, because it's quite a simple game yeah. in what you do. You just try and walk to the mountain in the yeah. distance. It's really beautiful, it and is. it looks amazing on PS4. It looks really like cool. You should like I've got it on my PS4. Like you should definitely. I really don't even know a lot about the game aside from a very brief yeah, right. premise. Best, best, so that's best, yeah. Best so that, maybe that's what yeah. Would be good to, yeah. Good to and do. And it's what, three four hours long. It's not, yeah. yeah it's oh, not, it's not that long at all. No, no, no. Oh, I love very, that. Like, it's very uh, It's very condensed experience. But like you know, there are moments that are of sheer beauty in it, both yeah. in terms of visual. Similar and, to Rocket League. It's similar. <laughs> similar, yes. similar styles. Good, great multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really does have a great <laughs> no. multiplayer. Oh, it does. Yes. Is yes. it split screen though? Uh, no, it's it? not. Um, similar controls. Tying it back. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's, you fly, but, but you it, boost up, and then that is true. Yes. And it's hit a giant ball. <laughs> but you, but I've ruined you it. just appear in somebody else's game, and there's no uh, talk or anything like that. But you just communicate in these kind of weird sounds. Cool. And it's so just it's, like me in real life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Rory's done in the studio. <laughs> you should definitely try it out. I will, I will, I will. Um, the last red hottie thing this week is that uh, Luke down, uh, went down to Brighton last week and interviewed... <laughs> That's the news. That's the news. <laughs> yeah, he, had lo- he had a lovely time. Had a nice time. The weather was good for him, which I'm very pleased about. Um, but he interviewed Randy Pitchford, who is the... Uh, leader of Gearbox I don't know what his job he's, like. he's, he's, the, he's the charismatic leader of Gearbox yeah no, he's like um, like chief like head of it just chief he's the chief That's cool. he's, the, he's the boss master man. chief anyway Gearbox. one of the things that he confirmed is that they are working on a proper sequel to Brothers in Arms thank goodness uh, and I'm not talking about the Dire Straits album because that'd just be weird <laughs> he's um, a big fan he wants to see it through because a few years ago at E3 they announced Furious 4 which was a kind of 
a riff on Brothers in Arms, a kind of like comedic take, uh, and like one of the characters from that has since become somebody in uh, Battleborn. But the thing, I, I love Brothers in Arms, and technically it wasn't a great game um, yeah. in terms of looks, but it really captured like um, the spirit of being part of a team and you know working together really really well without it being like a Call of Duty co-op experience because yeah, yeah, basically yeah. what it was is that you had players that you could switch between and um, uh, order other teams to kind of lay down suppressing fire so you could move around the side it, it was, did you play it at all? I actually I played this I played a demo of it in a game store right so that was the only experience I had right. and I loved it so much that I uh, then asked for it and my parents got mixed up and bought me Call of Duty so which Call of Duty? Uh, Big Red 1. So it was quite good. It was a World War II. No, I like that game. Call of Duty 2 was good on Xbox. That is 2, isn't it? But it wasn't called... But the, I th- it was, uh, anyway. I think it was 2. Whatever okay. one. Whatever one I 2 was. I thought Big Red 1 was a, an offshoot on a different format. I don't know. Anyway. But Call of Duty 2 was very good. Yeah. But I did not get to experience uh, Brothers in Arms. Right. I, I've just been looking up something for the next story. And I tuned back in and you said Big Red 1 offshoot. I have literally <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> It's, it's not a power fountain, which is good. Um, but look, I'm excited by that. And yeah. I know Gearbox has been a little bit hit and miss. Uh, yeah. Slipped a gear on some of its games. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> nice, Alex. Nice. <laughs> kind of boxing out their audience. <laughs> anyway, Come on. Um, just kind of just <laughs> sailed right over that one. Next one. Um, but I hope that they they make the game that I really really want, and uh, I'm sure they can, because um, I think the problem with them is that they used to have quite a diverse like uh, catalogue of games that they made. Yeah, and now it's just Borderlands, and I hope it's just not Borderlands and Borderlands and more Borderlands. Well, we're going to play Battleborn at Gamescom, so yeah. we'll get back to you on that. It's quite interesting. As well. So, uh, <coughs> so obviously, Red Hottie with the good stories. The not so good stories is Please, exactly. Cold Body. So, what exactly does this even mean? So what are you body. saying? Called body. What's a body? Uh, what's a body? What's a body? What's a body? <laughs> hey, what is this? What? what is it? A bottom. You're, you're, a butt. You're derriere. Called yeah. body. Yeah. But I've Bot. never heard that. Body. Your posterior. Bottom. I thought you meant like body, like a full, like like a red hottie called body. That was well, part of you, Botty. Oh, yes. All right. Well, the first, oh. the first cold Botty is... Uh, you saying it like, bot- like, I'm not like going back. I'm surname. not going back. I'm too stubborn. I'll never change. Ah. Sword in the Stone, uh, the Disney live-action remake. Does anyone need this? Does anyone yes. want this? They said that about Cinderella, and that was a really good live-action remake. But I'll I have you like- know. <laughs> Did you go with your daughter? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I went on my own. <laughs> That's weird. I love Prince Charming. <laughs> Oh, one day I'll lose my slipper. Um, I, but I don't know, this is like a whole different thing. I feel like Cinderella is such a classic. It kind of lends itself to like anyone can imagine that being told in a live sure. action format. Yeah. The Sword in the Stone? Who's doing it? What do you mean? Who's directing it? Disney. I don't know any more specifics than that. That's all I know. It's your Disney's, story. Disney's, well, I found out I was going to be on the podcast like 40 right. minutes ago. <laughs> but I mean, like so. there's so many... Like different parts of this that I don't think will work very well. I mean, because so, so much of are you going to whip something out? Ooh, um, obviously, I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> so many innuendos. So many innuendos. Well, no, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to retell. I'm going to present a fact. Okay. Um, so, sword and stone is happening, but also we have the Jungle Book, Beauty yeah. and the Beast, Aladdin prequel, Dumbo, Mulan, Winnie the Pooh, Pinocchio, Night on Bald Mountain, Prince Charming, and Tinkerbell. And also sequels to Alice in Wonderland and Maleficent. That, all live action Disney. All live season. action? Yeah. All oh live my action. God. So this Cinderella. Is part of like- so 
there was a bit of a thing on not a thing at all I saw some people on Twitter at the weekend and like people were like because Ant-Man had just come out yeah. and the week before was Comic-Con and people like say <clears throat> superhero movies are strangling the blockbuster yeah. just as superhero comics strangled comic books in general yeah. for a long time they're doing the same to Hollywood yeah. and I kind of said well Fast and Furious and Jurassic World the two biggest movies yeah. of the year yeah. and if you look at the list Minions is up there Cinderella is fifth yeah. A lot of animation and Maleficent was huge the I year know. before, I've, I've, and that's why. And that's why, like, so I think superhero films dominate our conversation, and there's yeah. a lot in production. But we we know what they're coming out until like 2020, yeah. so yeah. it feels like more than there is. But there's lots of other stuff happening. Wow, I didn't realize they were all yeah action. Oh yeah, they're all, gosh. and then that's the thing. Well, Cinderella, it's like this is the same with across Hollywood because you know if you know something works you'd do more of it it's just like and you know Cinderella's the fifth biggest movie of the year so far they're going to make more of a Melissa was really successful and is it because uh, obviously if you look at Pixar and Disney Animation Studios <coughs> with Frozen and uh, what's the Big Hero 6 this year Inside Out yeah. obviously Inside Out yeah. but is that also because you know to separate it from those as well well I guess so. Well, Disney traditional animation... Is it cheaper to do a live-action film than it is to do an animated film? I can't imagine. Depends. It depends, I guess. Quicker. Yeah, definitely. Definitely quicker, quicker, so that's obviously a fact. Although, surely it's not now, is it? Like with CG... I still think, no, it'd still be I still think to do Pixar take yeah. years to do yeah, a film, maybe. like yeah. three or four. When you hear those um, stories about like uh, Toy Story animators who spent months working on what is essentially like a couple seconds of a scene, unbelievable. Hmm. Imagine watching that in the theatre and you're like, there's what I worked on for three, it's done. Oh, you went to the loop, cheers. Yeah. Um, Over. Yeah, they're, they're making loads of them. But, you know, it's like anything. And Hollywood I didn't even think... Keep, will continue to do stuff until it stops being successful and, and then, then they'll move on. Hollywood has no attachment to any genre. Yeah. It'll do what's be, what people well, I almost, see. I almost feel like, tying into this kind of comparison, doing the Sword and uh, the Stone live-action remake is kind of the equivalent of, say, Marvel doing a remake, like making a movie of one of their like lesser-known uh, comic book heroes yeah. because previously I mean I know a lot of people that love Sword and Stone but I also know an equal amount of people who have never seen it compared to say Cinderella I think yeah it's a really cool thing that they're doing in a way because they're kind of adapting themselves taking something that they know ha- was popular once mm. that has the elements has a bit of like recognizability people kind of know what a lot of this stuff is you're not like starting out with a brand new concept people know the jungle book yeah and you're kind of pulling on that but it's like the jungle book but not the jungle book you know so it's kind of you're offsetting risk again by having something that's bankable yeah um the thing that i find weird in all of this and i I was talking to chris about is like something like beauty and the beast how do you make that a live action film because obviously there's talking candlesticks and i never watched the tv show ron perlman he played the beast. Know, Apparently, it's quite good. Right, okay. It was like early '90s where he played right. the beast, and it was a bit more like Lois and Clark. They had adventures, but apparently, it was really good. I played um, the beast in my high school musical. Did you? Yeah, so, so I had to wear name. a big face mask and a Tina Turner wig. But did, why did you never take it off? I did at the end when I became the prince. The beast. Yeah. Sorry. Too literal. <laughs> uh, well, one of the other reasons that I don't want this to happen is because if you've seen the movie, you haven't. Uh, Danny, I kind of know the story. Ago. Yeah. There is uh, kind of the villain in it called Mad Madam Mim. She terrified me as a child. And I do not want that to come back in live action form. Mad I buried Madam it. She, do you remember That's her? Say. She has a little song which she's like, I can be small as a mouse and then she can be like huge. And then she becomes like a dragon. 
and awful. She's terrifying. Really scary stuff. So I don't know how they're going to do that. What but the, some kids are going to cry. Was um, Enchanted the kind of first of these kind of? Well, that's more. It's kind of. It's that's all, more it's self-referential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very self-aware. Enchanted is brilliant. Yeah, it's really good, and that's got yeah. a lot of music written by like the guy who did a lot of the classic early 90s Disney movies right. like um, Little Mermaid and stuff yeah I think it does okay. yeah Scarlett loves that's that a really good movie loves the soundtrack as well mm. it is awesome yeah so yeah I guess who knows yeah and it's cool because Disney is still using the traditional animation yeah it's, it's gone to CG yeah but they're doing them to like do new stories yeah Tangled Frozen and they continue to do that Frozen 2 <laughs> uh, original story <laughs> can be an original story <laughs> no, could be the Godfather part 2 who knows no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything, everything melts all right Next up, this is uh, everyone's a bit cold body on this one. Um, <laughs> actually, by the looks of the costumes, it looks like um, Olivia Munn might have a cold body. He's not wearing much. Um, so there's the uh, X Men Apocalypse costumes. Yeah. Um, Entertainment Weekly have been debuting loads of new stuff. They did debuting the, or debuting? It's debuting. I don't know why I said <laughs> debuting. Sorry, sorry. It's actually debutting. Debutting. Um, <laughs> Entertainment Weekly debutted um, a lot of X Men Apocalypse, and they did the BVS stuff the other week. So. This is the one that's getting a lot of flack is um, Oscar Isaac as the villain Apocalypse. Doesn't look like him. Oh, no. So, um... I was wondering how they were going to do Apocalypse. But, I was hoping it wasn't that. I don't know what Apocalypse looks like. Oh, so, Bigger. Um, I, 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 you, you look it up. So, Apocalypse, big villain in uh, Marvel Universe, specifically um, an adversary of the X-Men. He's the first mutant. Um, yep. What they're playing on in the movie, he basically... At the end of Days of Future Past, there's an Easter egg where he's like raising the pyramids. Right. And he's the first um, mutant, and over time, different cults have worshipped him. He's been perceived to be a god. That's cool. Um, but he's much smaller. In the comics, he's huge That's what I was gonna and say. really wide and but, really wide. but he's like, like, he's like, like or <laughs> I wouldn't trust him I'm telling you that um, okay and it's just they've more freely adapted it I think the lighting's maybe not favourable so people saying he looks more purple than blue that's Apocalypse um, I know it is that's, so so that's him <laughs> well, I'm just double checking um, and people have kind of taken against the he's fact that he's quite purple in this yeah. but sometimes like photos of stuff don't look no. like, you know in the movie things look different and Chris Tilly um, saw the Fox panel he saw the footage where Oscar Isaac which hasn't been released officially mm. saw it in action and he said like nobody said anything like right. everyone liked the look of it good. in motion yeah he's not in it much but, but was it, what was the other one the, was it Quicksilver that everybody hated everyone hated the picture yeah. of Quicksilver on the front cover of Empire yeah. and whatever you think of that like he wears that in one scene in the movie yeah. and in the movie I don't think you would have called it, was it a, out no, it, was it was a not terrible a, front cover it's a, it, but yeah, yeah but in the movie it's a good look yeah. like you don't it doesn't stand out like he's gone for a look in the movie yeah. with a Pink Floyd t-shirt but when you see him in the lift it's yeah. not like you go that's ridiculous yeah. no I know because you're with it it's got like lighting and cinematography applied yeah, yeah. Um, and then the rest of the costumes are very outlandish yeah. and Brian Singer has hinted that because this is set in the 80s um, they say, can finally a- do the ridiculous X-Men comics of the early 90s like the Jim Lee stuff yep. yeah. from that era because 80s fashion kind of allows you to be a bit more extravagant and maybe that's how they can get away with it so this is um, so this is almost looks exactly like Jim Lee Jim Lee's version of Psylocke's costume I'm showing a picture it's Alex and Rory yeah. Yeah, sorry I'm, who, we're totally quite, neglecting um, her it's quite revealing it's quite cosplay yeah. Doesn't it? it kind of looks like like, that's the combat-y. thing, because I guess you see cosplayers go for the look that's yeah, yeah, in the comics. I guess so, and yeah. they've really just gone for that. And some people don't really like it. I think, you know, 
it's going to look different from every other X-Men movie. Yeah. 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 And, um, but yeah, I, I, I want to see the in action. That's what I'm saying. So jury is out on Apocalypse. Yeah, the cold body is out. Okay. Um, <laughs> said to Olivia. Yes. So next up on the cold list uh, is so I had a problem that so I've been doing a, a bit of traveling I was on my holidays uh, last week which means I've been all in, up in my 3DS games and my mobile games and uh, I kind of had something weird happen to me that was a bit too far so you know if you're on the internet a lot which we we are you play in online games and things like that oh, yeah, you're going to get banner ads yep. it's, it's just a yep. thing, thing you're going to have to deal with and um, you know we're no stranger to having whatever it is cookies logged data saved oh you know. we're no stranger to intrusive advertising my friend <laughs> oh exactly <laughs> so um this podcast is brought to you by Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> it's, oh, not. it's not it's not be good if it was I'd love that just a little bowl in the middle we could God, I, I would definitely eat some Kentucky Fried <laughs> know, Chicken right, right now look Colonel Sanders if, if you're listening if just, anyone who listens oh. to the podcast is from KFC you know hook us up imagine how gross that would be though eating into the mics and stuff no we do it oh, we'd, we'd have a break it. someone's yeah. talking we'd have a break all the time play by Rocket League chicken break oh imagine the controllers Oh, oh no! Slip it oh. everywhere. What's what's your favourite uh, meal from uh, KFC? KFC. Oh. Family bucket. <laughs> so yeah, you can't <laughs> go wrong with just chicken and chips. I've done yeah, it before. Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna lie. That would be it. It should be chicken and chips. I but like, I, get, I do like a variety meal. No, so you get the no, no, spicy that's wings that's as the same well. Variety meal. Because yeah. that's all the, the, the chicken. The zinger burgers it's, it's, and stuff. They're really Because that's all the natural parts of the chicken. You get the spicy bits. <laughs> and you get the little bits without bones. You get the cold body and the spicy Chickens bits. are amazing. Well. Uh, so basically, I was I was playing. <laughs> Alex <laughs> looked really wistfully into the distance. KFC. There. It's been so long since I've had a KFC. I if you've not you. had one for a long time and then have one, it is the saltiest thing you'll ever eat. It's, <laughs> it's amazing, but it's so salty you can see through time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pork scratchings. Ugh. Right. Can't do it. Um, so what were you talking about? Yeah, so, the saltiest thing of all time. Seriously, <laughs> though, seriously though, if someone listens and you work for KFC, <laughs> write in IGN underscore UK feedback IGN dot com. Uh, okay, yeah. so intrusive internet ads. Back to yes. back to we've gone yes. full circle. Um, I was playing a game and it wasn't. It's kind of a bit of a low class game so a lot of the ads that popped up were a bit weird like poorly made and then one popped up it was what, for what game was it? it's, it's like oh. one of those coin games where you put like virtual coins on the thing and it pushes them down oh my I'm not, god I'm not proud of it my 3DS had run out of battery and I had nothing you realize left to it's do a virtual it's virtual something better than that it's really play. addictive it's so much fun um, <laughs> like, he's like knocking his iPhone I actually I almost shook it once and I was like why would that work because then I could just tilt it up and it all pour off um, but anyway, an ad for Google popped up at the bottom, and I was yeah. like, "That's a little strange," because it's the first like actual legitimate ad that came up, and um, it was one of those ads for Cortana or whatever their voice search system is. And the text that appeared at the bottom of the screen, someone was searching into the Google bar, was um, you know Cortana, uh, when does flight? And then inserted my flight number that oh. I had that I had taken to get over there. Um, wow! In the little bar, right. and I was like. That's really weird. That might yeah. be a coincidence. And then it filtered down and came up again and said, uh, Cortana, find me transport from Belfast International Airport. Really? And I was like, this is too far. That's yeah. too weird. Because like I've had it before, that. you know, you buy something on Amazon and then you get some pop-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. I know what you mean. That's, that, that is annoying. That's too far, though. That's I have no idea how they would even get, like, that information. It's really crazy. Like, have you guys ever had something, like, that 
goes not, not, not a specific mm. um, like kind of flight number or anything like yeah. that or no I don't think so but but you do get um, like if you're looking for holidays in specific areas you get sort of like you know hire a car when you're in Spain like, or wherever I guess, I guess also you're, you're probably so used to it now when you go to Facebook and you're yeah. like yep those are those trainers I was just looking at yep yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, who clicks on that stuff? Like, well, I never have done. You never done it before? No. Sometimes my favorite is when people used to take. Um, it's a thing. I can't, there was one famous incident of it. I think it was was it not like an MP or someone who like really like took a screenshot and said. I think it's disgusting Facebook is serving me all these ads for like Russian escorts oh. and I was like it's based on that's, your that's basically oh. search history God that's so bad um, like I've done it before like sometimes on Facebook it'll pop up with you know Russian, Russian escorts Sports. yeah <laughs> God, just a, little, a little browse a little, a little get her a flight over to Belfast International um, <laughs> no, it, this it, is miserable <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing nailed yeah, it it's um, alright I can do that I'm if it's like sometimes like it pops for like n- like nerdy video game shirts and something and I'll be like ooh that looks or like a Zelda <laughs> thing and I'll be like alright I'll check um, this out but then you're kind of just feeding into it right because then yeah, you're just going to get even do it, more man. and don't more do it. Um, so I don't know it's weird it's something that we just kind of like at least I've just gotten used to over time as these ads but uh, that was a bit far I mean I, I don't really do ad blocker or anything like that but maybe it's time guys maybe it's time no to no invest. it's not Alice's got two kids to feed. Yeah. IGM will close if you do that. No, no. Or will I start getting pop-ups for ad blockers? Like, see? Like Inception. Wow. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Thought for the day. Is your wife dead? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I hope she's not. But what Rory's? (laughs) My Russian escort? Maybe they're just two old people on the train track. (laughs) Ooh. Let's move over to a reader feedback, shall we? Uh, mm-hmm. Rory Power is his first up for the bat. Rory's written in. <laughs> you know, I just found out last week that these are numbered. I need more mic training. I didn't know. What did you think the number at the top was? I didn't even see it. I'm so scared I'm going to pronounce a name wrong that I'm just trying to focus so much. I Robin think, Owen. I think you're all right with that Robin one. Owen. Hello, yes. Robin Owen. Hello, and Duck Hunt. <laughs> say it loads. I've got this one. Thanks, Robin, Robin Owen. Owen. Love the podcast, said Robin Owen. It's oh, great to Robin. listen to when making breakfast in the morning. Mm. That's kind of cool. I kind of, like, commute with podcasts. I always like, like when people write in and say what they do when they listen to the podcast. Yeah. I was a guy who used Not to commute in New York. They used to listen to it. People do their See, drives. I think commute is fairly standard. Yeah, but, but when it's an interesting place. Shower. Yeah. Can you hear that? While making love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't ejaculate. And that's like listening. <laughs> unless I'm listening to Gav's voice. How, I, how, how good was last night? And it's, it's basically, <laughs> what point does it end? If it ends on feedback. <laughs> yeah. If it's out this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a good it's been a good session oh you only just got to call body <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome oh, yeah, <laughs> no, the, the music is exciting uh, okay with what the recent Robin Owen have to say Robin Owen is saying with the recent addition of game preview to Xbox One which is essentially Microsoft's answer to Steam early access how long do you guys think it will take until we get an unplayable pile of garbage e.g. air control the stomping land and H1Z1 when it launched also I read <laughs> that only 25% of early access games have released do you think this will also be the case on Xbox One it's early access mm. stuff man. Mm. I think sometimes it's awesome like when the game is just like in a decent playable state and what you do is making a meaningful contribution to the development of it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. I want 
access to early early access so you have access before you've even made it that'd be great VIP <laughs> yeah. early access super early access you just, like, you just basically just you can just speak to the developers while they're brainstorming going oh, that's rubbish <laughs> <laughs> just Skype in just Skype in there. what mm, like the big no. giant head yeah. nah it's rubbish mate that'd be um, well you know enough games already uh, are shipped without being fully up to scratch yeah I would argue. too many so Imagine if day one patching existed in other walks of life. Like buying a sandwich, you're about to eat it. Oh, here's your day one ham. Well, like, yeah. Day one ham? Your car. It's the first chapter of this book. Yeah. 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 Sorry, that, that book's got loads of typos in. Can you give me a half an hour with some tipex and a buyer? Yeah. Well, you kind of get that, like, if you go to the bar, you're like, can I have early access of this pint and this pint? And you can get, like, little tasters. And you're like, oh, I'll go for that one. Well, that's like a demo. Yeah, yeah demo, yeah. not early access. Yeah. Early access is just like you blow it, like breaking in before it opens. Alice just passed out below. It's also it's before it's fully brewed. It's not quite ready. Oh yeah, just eat some oats. It's basically Mm. licking a hop. It's hops. It's not oats. Damn it! (laughs) What are you drinking? (laughs) Oatmeal beer. You guys don't drink. Look, he he styled styled that out, didn't he? Yeah. Hey, next up, Jack Waterlow. Hey, Jack. Uh, I'm currently listening to the podcast while traveling through Vietnam. This is interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Does that be breakfast, though? Ah, it's cool, isn't it? Who knows? Hey, awesome. I was thinking about games set in great places like this and wanted to know which real world settings, modern or historical, Mm. you had found particularly interesting or imaginative. A personal favorite of mine is Max Payne 3 Sao Paulo setting. Um, Jack. He said the last two emails he sent in haven't read out, so I'm losing faith. Restored the faith. Yep. Yes. Nailed it. I would love to see a proper Vietnam War game. Is that tying in? Is poorly timed? I'm the god. There was a. I can't remember. Well, Black Ops. Is Black set. Ops. Yeah, I guess so. That had a good. good uh, um, a, a is it just too? I yeah, guess like, even Modern Warfare is like kind of on the note like don't yeah, be too recent fresh but then what point does that come that it's yeah. okay yeah. Like, I thought about this because the other day I saw um, it's like a Titanic blo- a bouncy castle like it's okay now to do stuff like that right. why is that was okay it, was it deflated <laughs> but it's like why is that okay and there's yeah. like Titanic crisps have you seen them no but imagine like I'm not, I'm not trying to like be funny for the sake of it, but like imagine that with like nine eleven or seven seven, like something like which is another atrocity. I'm not even going to say. No, no, but like it's a serious point. Yeah. What's the point where it's it just becomes? Time. Yeah. yeah, it becomes time. But I can't imagine that ever being okay. But imagine people who lived through the Titanic would say that would never have been okay to do something. Yeah, but I don't know. I've gotten mm. very serious there. But Sal Paulo is great in Max Payne three. Yeah. Um, everybody's gone to the rapture coming up and that's a really cool setting yeah, yeah, and I like that because it's obviously less spectacular in a way because yeah. it's so banal it's very pretty like it's yeah. English vi- village in the 80s but you just don't see like everyday places that often in video games everything's like neon or exaggerated yeah, yeah, or yeah. so I'm really looking forward to like exploring people's back rooms upstairs ooh I'd Bot really, <laughs> I'd lo- love to see another World War Two game as well. It's been a long time since we've had a decent because I know there were too many of with them. the new graphics. With yeah. the new graphics, that's why everyone graphics. wanted World of War instead Which of. I'd be Black really Ops. happy for um, uh, Call of Duty Two to be remade, remastered. I'd be happy. Big Red One. Yeah. I'm going to find it out afterwards. Which one we're talking about? Yeah, uh, I've got an email from Kyle Cheddar Marmite. 
<laughs> there is a reason why I said that. Um, okay. He says, uh, I've been hearing marvellous things about this year's secret cinema. Unfortunately, it's looking unlikely that I'll be able to go this year. Did you go? No, he you did. did. Oh, I did. Didn't you? It's amazing. It was amazing. I was in America. Well, unfortunately, he can't go. Sorry, I probably so, shouldn't have said that. Well it was crap. bragging. It was so bad. Um, Gav uh, was there. Ugh. He has a question. Oh, sorry. Uh, if you were going to organise a secret cinema event, what film would you choose and how would you theme it? Do you want his suggestion first, what you think? Yes. So he would do uh, Lord of the Rings, um, <gasps> Two Towers, and he'd theme it around Helm's Deep, which is obviously the Amazing. finale. Amazing. At the end, you can just set off the sprinklers. And everyone just stands there in the rain. I tell you what, like even like the the Shire, that'd be a really nice place. I mean, oh, yeah, that'd be out. really pleasant. Like, yeah. I reckon oh. you would start in the Shire and then maybe end up in Mordor. Mordor, like mate. Oh, we've had too much to drink. Where are we? We're in Mordor. No fucking again. I staring at me. Oh, this this place is awful. Get an Uber. There are no Ubers. Ah. Get an eagle. Sorry. Get an eagle. It's Coca Costas. We'll split it. It's surcharge for the eagle and so on. Um, eagle is a great name for a cab company. Isn't eagle. I'm going to order it. It could be their horn. <laughs> Just swoop, swooping in. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm swooping in around the corner. I had eagle wings in my car in Rocket League. Indiana Jones. I was just going to say that. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Damn it. Indiana Jones would make a great one. Yeah. You can have a hallway and roll boulders down it, and you have to go at intervals. I may be thinking too big here. Uh, whips at the door. Sphinxes and... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sphincters. <laughs> Egyptians. So I chose Raiders of Lost Art. What would you choose? You have to go anti-clockwise now, because I need a new one. <laughs> we'll think of a couple. Um, Psycho. You stay in a hotel, a motel overnight. You've done that already. I did that with Bates Motel. It was quite good, but it was a bit ropey in places. Okay. We went into an upstairs room and there's a middle-aged actress just putting on her tights and she's like, oh, hello. <laughs> Not in that voice. All right. An American, like, Midwestern. And then what happened? And then she was just like, oh, close the door. She's like, oh, you, you know, you, have you seen my son Norman? All right. Did you actually stay in the hotel? Yeah, stayed overnight. And what, did anything cool. happen? No, there was blood in the shower. Oh, is that it? That's yeah, it? I wasn't feeling well. She <laughs> 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 that um, little sausage roll. Um, um, exorcist? Wow. Uh, and then you just got like You're a, going really dark with And this. then he's just like you just, you just at hours Trying to Exercise This girl And she's being sick on you Friday night Yeah Yeah oh, I was, Yeah I was just describing <laughs> yes. A typical yeah, Friday night <laughs> Me and my missus Come on then pals uh, uh, Bond James Bond Which Imagine one? that All of them <laughs> All of them <laughs> uh, a, a Man with the golden gun Or golden eye Or gold finger <laughs> <laughs> golden. Rory, golden. just say name. A golden bond. What's the gold theme? member? Gold member. Gold sphincter. What's the, what's the theme? Uh, uh, bond gadgets. <laughs> Jack, I'm so sorry. I'm still thinking about KFC. If we're being honest. Anyway, it was Carl. Consider, it was, it was, it was, it was a movie. It was Carl that wrote in, not Jack, with that question. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm apologising to Jack. Jack had to sit through all that. He's ruined his holiday in Vietnam. Oh, Jurassic Park. Oh. That would be amazing. How would you theme it? Dinosaurs. <laughs> wow. I, all right, this year, this year, can we ensure Rory is a part of our Christmas party organisation team? And, and then they come in, Rory, got sp- Rory comes in, got a big idea. What are you going to do, Rory, um, for the Christmas party? What, you, what, what theme? Christmas theme. <laughs> 
<laughs> what that? Snow. What's that? Snow. Christmas. Santa <laughs> elves done. You could get in a, a gyro ball and be rolled about. That'd be kind of cool. Like a like a tour of the park. Yeah. Good. So that'd be weird. And then one escapes. And then you can have, you see the really realistic raptor costumes that you can get yeah. that they scared Chris Pratt with? Mm. Bunch of dudes running around in them. That'd be terrifying. This is, it plans itself, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it really does. Uh, Makes my work a easier. Thank you very much, Carl, for your feedback and apologies for Roy's pathetic answer. <laughs> um, that's it for feedback. Uh, we've got one more thing to talk about. Uh, last year, all of you lovely people who listened to this podcast help us win a Games Media Award. Uh, well, they're coming back in October, and the People's Choice Award is, uh, once again, uh, open to votes by the public. Uh, and we will, of course, be putting this podcast forward for that vote. No details as yet, yes. but just wanted to give you a heads up, and obviously your feedback would be eternally appreciated. And, uh, well, we may even do something, because it'll be Podcast 300 will be just before that as well, won't we? Ooh. Oh. What a place to get Perfect. people excited. It's gonna be we have no news on Podcast 300 either, <laughs> but we are talking about what we That's what Tilly's doing do. all week while we're all in Gamescom. Is he? Yeah, he's going to buy some... Party poppers. I think he's probably just going to test out venues. Just go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, early access. Early access. How big venues, was it? Yeah. Well, it felt bigger later on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah. obviously, the and little, Rocket League podcast will also be nominated for an award. Of course, of course. And then an eagle took him back to the show. <laughs> and then, and then maybe Gav will ah! actually win an award this year because he's part of our podcast rather than these other podcasts. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> Under the belt. Uh, thank you this so much. This is all much. gold, isn't it, this week? Thank yeah. you so much for listening it's all gold. to this award-winning podcast. And, you can uh, nominate this one. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, shambles. Red hottie or cold hottie? <laughs> well, well, uh, no, that's, that's when you get proper games journalism. And exactly. You got that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks as always for listening, and uh, we'll be back same time next week. So until then, goodbye. Bye-bye. Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy, but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled, or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. 
Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.